Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Fiction. Science fiction. Horror. Fantasy. Crime. LGBT. Thriller. You have now entered the House of Mystery. With your hosts, Eric Shapiro, David North Martino, John Copenhaver, and Al Warren. 102.3 FM Riverside. And 1050 AM Palm Springs. Okay, welcome back into the House of Mystery, and I'm Al Warren, of course. Now, co-hosting today on a paranormal show, we got Mr. Mike Brown from Canada, eh? How am I I doing here, eh? A, A, B. (laughs) (laughs) When I first went to the States, that's what everyone would say in Seattle. I'd say A, and I'd go B. Oh. I didn't understand what they meant for the first. Yeah, six they were months. making fun of you. That's cool. yeah, they were making fun of me. Poor yeah. Canadian, you know, Poor and it made me want to say sorry. Even all I was doing was speaking, but I I learned how to speak American. Did you? <laughs> I learned I learned how to do it well. Um, so yeah. So anyway, today we are doing a paranormal. We haven't done one of those in a while. I saw yeah. I, I saw this 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 man online, and he's. Uh, into all this, uh, the paranormal and ghosts and stuff. And I thought, well, you know, it's been, it's been a while. Let's find out what's going on in that world. And, and he's actually from the South. So we're talking deep, deep South, I guess. Sounds deep, like deep, deep. He's deep, uh, South Carolina. So, uh, he's written some books. He's done all sorts of things. So it's kind of good to catch up on what's going on in the world of spirit. And I know his his latest book, it looks like it's called Civil War Ghosts of South Carolina. So that came out October 31st, Halloween of last year. So that's perfect timing for that. Um, so, Mr. Tally Johnson, thank you for taking some time to talk to us today. Thank you. All. I'm glad to be here. Wow. Um, so how did how did you get involved first of all before the books and anything else what made you go to the uh to the dark side so to speak or the ghosts um well when i was um in fifth grade 
in a little backwoods rural school in South Carolina, a lady named Nancy Roberts came to do ghost stories. And now that's the preface by saying I am probably the most hyper adult alive. So imagine me at 10 years old. I mean, basically, it's like being strapped to a live wire 24-7. <laughs> she opened her mouth, and I began. I sat still for the next hour and a half. Oh, wow. Because she is telling ghost stories about places that I've not only heard of, but that I've been. What was the, what was the most memorable one from that time? The most memorable one was about, about a lady named Alice Flagg, who is better known as Alice of the Hermitage. Um, it's one of the, I would say, top two or three ghost stories from South Carolina. And she has written a dozen or so books. Um, the earlier books, her hus- then-husband, Bruce Roberts, did double exposure photograph. So you could, in quotes, see the ghost. And my 10-year-old mind was completely blown. I mean, you're taking pictures of actual ghosts. And you're telling stories about places that I've been. Holy Mary, this is better than butter. I'm like, okay. And as I got older, I stayed stayed interested. Met friends as crazy as I was. We'd go out and check out these various places. Sometimes things happened. Sometimes they didn't. But enough happened to keep me going with it. And here I am now, some... 40 years later. Wow. Um, what's your, what's your current belief in uh, ghosts or afterlife and things like that? Um, sort of, sort of tell us what you personally believe. Um, I believe that probably I would say 95% of the earth's population will pass away and, eventually be sorted to either, either heaven or hell. Uh, in the interim, you do the dirt nap, to be crude about it. Um, if you're one of those 5% that may or may not be fortunate, depending on how you view it, um, you'll come back. You either have a mission you need to accomplish. You have to get a message to a family member assist them with something with your will or your estate. Um, you'll come back, protect property, um, be it personal belongings or a home, or you'll be what they call a residual, which is basically like watching an old VHS tape and watching it degrade over the years. Now, let me explain that. Kids, long before we had things like you know smartphones and the Internet and YouTube, when you wanted to watch something that wasn't on TV live, you had to put it on this great big gray black box called a VHS cassette tape. And you put it in a thing called a VCR. Because <laughs> I have to remember, most people listening to this stuff are about half my age or younger. So most of my cultural references are going to go right over their head and part their hair. Mm, yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. So, but yeah, basically, a residual is basically a repeated. Incidents like when it first occurs, you'll see a four-figure apparition, whatever, and then 50 years later, you may hear the door shut, open and shut, or the light may come on. And in another 50 years, you may hear a random footstep now and again. 
It just it, it, it depends. But like I say, it's about that the VHS state degrading over time. Right. And um and every now and again you'll have an intelligent haunting where someone comes back and those are kind of rare. And my theory on those is if you're a good person in life, the good will be amplified about five or ten times. If you were a bad person in life, same way. So you don't have any demons roaming the earth or anything. I hate to disappoint folks, but if you were a bad person when you were alive, if you come back as a ghost, your ghost is not going to be spreading joy and happiness wherever you go. I mean, let's just face facts. I mean, personalities are pretty locked in, and you're not going to have some deathbed 180-degree change in your personality. Does that make any sense? Yeah, well, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, um, so, uh, but you sort of say, okay, so heaven and hell. So you're kind of working around a religion then, right? Well, I um, I am a Christian okay. in my personal belief. But when I go on an investigation or a ghost hunt, I mean, I will ask. God for protection. So, you know, if there is something hinky, I don't walk off the side of the cliff. I don't step on the board with the tetanus nail on it. Um, this kind of stuff. Just ask for general protection from whatever the environment is. Hmm. After that, I leave the religion in the car unless I need it in context of whatever I'm investigating. Like if I'm investigating an old church, then let me find my King James Bible. Let me, you know, be able to, so, so I can converse with whatever's present in a context they'll understand. I'm not going to talk to a World War II sailor like I would a 18th century Anglican divine. I mean, they're, that's two different conversations, living or dead. So you kind of have to be prepared. But yeah, my personal mm-hmm. belief is I'm a Christian, but I'm very much non denominational. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I just, I just wondering. So if, so ghosts are, are humans that have, that have died and, and they, they haven't gone to heaven or hell then there's, they're, they're sitting around. Um, have you had any experiences yourself directly, um, with any, any ghosts or apparitions? Um, yes. Um, Several, as a matter of fact, and I will make an addendum to your statement. Okay. Most ghosts are people, but you do have um, ghosts like the Happy Hound of Goshen near um, in Newberry County, South Carolina, um, the Black Shuck over in England, um, Geb, the talking mongoose who supposedly lived on the Isle of Man. Um, you do have intelligent animals. You have animal spirits as well. Um, those aren't necessarily as common, but they're a lot less creepy to run into, especially if you're a novice. <laughs> but I've had, I've, I've had several experiences, some on purpose and some not. Do these, do these have, have any of them really scared you or, or made you not? want to do it anymore or really, really terrified you? Um, well, I, I have to kind of mention that I'm basically stupid. 
Um, because the only way I think I could be turned off from ghost hunting is to walk off the side of the cliff or, you know, to walk down the open elevator shaft or something during an investigation. <clears throat> um, I, I've been touched and I've been slapped and choked once. That was probably the scariest interaction I've ever had with a spirit. And I later found out that it was kind of a justified reaction. Hmm. Why, you did something? <laughs> well, no. Um, what happened was we were at the old Powell Theater here in Chester, South Carolina. Um, it was the home of the little theater group here in town. And one of the most haunted places I personally have investigated, there's probably close to a dozen different reported ghosts in the building. And this particular investigation, we had done a really good job of, we've seen some apparitions, we've seen lights, um, heard banging on vacant walls, this kind of thing. So it's a rip-roaring success, especially as far as a kind of impromptu investigation goes. And one of the guys I'm with sends me, we were upstairs in the balcony, which is where the black patrons sat in the 40s, 50s, and early 60s. And he says, do me a favor and go down the stairs and check to make sure the alley door is locked. Because we don't want somebody coming in after we're gone and camping out. Okay. Now, it's maybe a dozen stairs. Concrete with linoleum on top, circa 1952. With the thick metal lips on the end of each step. And about a four-foot square landing and then same going down. And I blithely walked down the stairs, and basically I walked into a choke slam. Something grabs me around the neck and picks me up off the floor. I'm still walking. It's kind of almost like a cartoon or like a like the WWE wrestling match. I'm still walking, and I can feel myself being choked. I, you can you can see the fingerprints on my neck. And then, still black, smack right across the face. And you can see the handprint. Meanwhile, the guy who sent me down the stairs is laughing like a fool. And after what seemed like an hour and a half, it was probably actually about 15 seconds, he reaches out, grabs me by my belt, and pulls me back. Then I learned you can use the F-bomb as every part of a sentence, including the periods and the comma. <laughs> um, and I was like okay what just happened and he's like I just wanted to make sure she was still here who's she and he explains that uh, around 19 the mid 50s an African American cleaning lady had been assaulted on that landing during the assault she hit her head on that metal lip and had a skull fracture and passed away. They found her body later that day. According to the local paper, it is assumed her assailant was a white man. And that's where it ended. There's no prosecution, nothing else. But apparently, if you go down that staircase and you're a white guy, 
you pay your money and take your chances. And for whatever reason, I was the one that night that she decided I don't like you. And, hmm. and in retro, I was coming home from the theater and I'm like, I'm not even from Chester. Why are you mad at me? <laughs> well, but maybe, that, that, maybe that, you have the look. <laughs> yeah, that's the only time I've ever actually been, I mean, violently touched. And it's the only time I've ever actually been like, you know, maybe there are better ways to spend a Saturday night. You know, just, yeah. Dang, what's wrong with you, boy? But I mean, like, I, I, I've had experiences when I haven't even been looking for them. So, I mean, it's. Well, but there was something like that. Does that kind of put you on on notice, so to speak, or, or on edge? Do you worry that uh, because if 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 this 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 ghost of this lady grabbed you and slapped you, um, that means they can actually um, cause harm to you. So, does that sort of scare you a little bit? It didn't scare me because because I don't have good sense. But another yeah. reason that didn't scare me was she's flashy now at her attacker. I mean, it's probably the same thing she tried to do in life. She probably got a slap in maybe a knee or two, but I mean, that's probably as much as she could do. And I don't think it was targeted at me. I don't think she said, hey, Tally, it's your time. I think I was just person 306 that walked down the stairs and somebody pulled 306 and there I was. Um, but it it did make me kind of stop for a little bit and say, are you sure you want to keep fooling with this stuff? Because it might escalate and whatever. And to tell you the truth, that's been almost 15 years ago or more. And, I'm still merrily chasing away, so. Mm, well, yeah, it didn't change you that much. So, um, yeah. when so, what made you decide to start writing about some of your experiences? That is that what it is? But it seems to me like Civil War ghosts of South Carolina. So, that's that's kind of an interesting concept. So, tell us a little bit about that book. Um, that book in particular is springs from the whale. That's my previous three ghost books. Everybody knows about Ghost in Charleston. But there are 46, uh, 45 other counties in South Carolina. And there are a bunch of great ghost stories that have never been told or, or at least put in book form. They've been told, but they haven't been put in book form. And South Carolina is where the whole mess started. I mean, Fort Sumter, April 1861. And planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Makes sense that... As the war progressed, and especially after Sherman came up from Savannah, the sheer panic and misery of the population helped feed all that emotion, emotional churn and everything. And then you've got, I mean, there are families who lost every son in South Carolina to the war. And, you know, the ones that came back, you know, they were shell-shocked, had PTSD, missing limbs. All this stuff. And plus, you come back to a situation that literally was completely different from anything else you'd ever experienced. I mean, the only thing that could really compare today would probably be something like gravity getting cut off once an hour. I mean, it, I mean, it, it really, it really just completely shifted the, the societal dynamic in weird ways. And, but I'm like, there are all these great stories that have never been told and they've never been put in context because that's one thing a lot of ghost stories are missing in modern collections. They'll just shotgun the top five best stories from South Carolina. And you have no context. Is it an Indian ghost? Is it a Confederate ghost? Is it revolutionary? You've got 350 years of history to sort through and there's a guy in old-timey clothes. You're not helping. I mean, is old-timey clothes, you know, a hippie with beads and bell bottoms or is it a <laughs> colonial era figure? I mean, I've got a, I got a whole lot to work with and I need, I need more, more to narrow it down. So that's kind of where I came from. That was my approach with the other three books which is why I haven't done a coastal ghost to South Carolina yet, because inland there are so many great stories, and they've just been left to just die on the vine. And I'm like, with the demographic change and the population shifts that are happening in South Carolina, 
a lot of these stories are just going to be gone in probably my lifetime. And I'm like, let's get these things out there so folks can have some a little more appreciation for South Carolina in general. Hmm. So what 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 do you think the um, what kind of stories are you putting in? Are you choosing uh, of these uh, let's say Civil War stories? Is there a particular reason you'll pick a story, or um, like you said, there's so many, but you can only put a certain amount in a book, right? So um, how do you choose your stories? Well, um, the first thing I do is all the stories that are based on any private residence. <clears throat> Those stories immediately get dumped because I don't want to be the person who unleashes, you know, a dozen peeping toms on this poor old lady living in the middle of nowhere because, you know, Robert E. Lee walks up and down her porch naked. I mean, and so, of course, all these kids go running out in the middle of nowhere to see this. No. The only time I'll use a private residence is if you are on the National Register of Historic Places, or if you're a national landmark. I figure if you have gone to the trouble to have your site listed on a public list, you're fair or game. Because part of the way I approach investigations and ghost hunt is I want to gather the story from whatever source, old newspaper, old letters, other books. I want to get the core story I want, and then I want to go, A, verify the sites where it's supposed to be. Because a lot of these are old man Johnson's farm. Well, there, there are two million old man Johnson. Which farm is it? And I want to make sure the, the, the street or the creek or whatever is where they're supposed to be. And then when I go, I'll tell you what happened to me. If it matches the story, wonderful. If it doesn't, Okay, I need to do more. I have to come back and do more research and figure out why my experience was so vastly different from the quote unquote normal. And if nothing happened, that's how ghosts are. I mean, they don't come on every night at you know nine eight central. I mean, you'll see one the next time we go. You'll see it. Alan will smell it. I'll hear it. And the next time we go, I won't have anything happen, and most of you will see full-body apparition. And I, I can't guarantee you if we go, anything will happen. But I want to say, supposed to, went, and did. So I, I always try to focus on public sites that are accessible. And I'll say, like, for Fort Sumter, there are no ghosts in any National Park Service property anywhere in America. Because that's exactly what I heard when I asked. Personal experience, be damned. You know, multiple witness reports over the years. There are no ghosts at any National Park sites anywhere in America. Okay? Yeah. So I put that in the book. They say it's not. Here's what happened. So, wow! Did you get any surprises when you're doing your your research for these books? Anything that you didn't expect to happen happen? Yes. Um, as a matter of fact, um, one of the stories in Civil War Ghost came about when I was researching 
my book goes to the South Carolina Midland, which is the, on the eastern, sorry, the western side of the state near the Savannah River, the boundary with Georgia. And having a day job at the library here in town, I spent a Saturday doing site visits. I went to two dozen places in the course of a 14-hour drive because I'm crazy. Yeah. After lunch, I decided I'm going to take a break. It's high August in South Carolina, which means the temperature is about 99 degrees and the humidity is about 3,000%. And we have bugs in South Carolina that can carry off a Buick. So and I'm like, I am done messing with all this. I need to get out of my car. I need to move. I need to be away from the whole ghost thing for about 30 minutes. So I stopped at a state historic site called Rivers Bridge. It's in the lower part of the state. And it is where, to give some context, um, Sherman took Savannah in around Christmas of 1864 and sat there until first of the year. Everyone in South Carolina knew they were going to get smacked next because, again, we started the whole fight in the first place. But no one knew where Sherman was going to come. Is he going to Charleston? Is he going to Columbia? Where? So early February 65, Sherman crosses the Savannah and comes to the Saltcatcher River, which is a small river near the coast. And you've got about 20,000 hardened Union troops who've been on the march to the sea and everything else up against a force comprised of basically invalids, old men, and teenagers. That's about 2,000 Confederates waiting under some earthworks on the South Carolina side. Well, it's snowing, it's nasty. Sherman drives across the river, gets a couple of guys shot, and says, you know what? Let's go up river a mile, we'll cross, it'll be fine. And sure enough, and that was, matter of fact, the only organized resistance to Sherman in South Carolina, which tells you the state the Confederacy was in at the end of the war. I I knew the basics of the stuff. I knew the basic outline of the battle. I mean, I knew there had been a battle and all this. What I wanted right then was I wanted to walk the nature trail. It's like a half mile loop, goes by the Confederate trenches and the earthworks, parallels the Blackwater Swamp, and then comes back up by the visitor center. You get back in your car and you leave. It's not a real big site. So I go down the trail to where it turns 90 degrees. And a Blackwater Swamp is water oaks, stagnant water, little scrub brushes and things, bushes and things in the water. And it's about normally about waist deep. You cannot see the bottom. And as I walk up, I see a guy wading in the water, waist deep, wearing a blue wool jacket, long blonde hair to his shoulders, and a full blonde beard, carrying a rifle. And I'm like, okay, this dude's obviously gotten lost hunting. 
you know, he's gotten confused. Let me holler at him before he gets snake bit or worse in front of me. I open my mouth. The guy flings his arms out to his side, to his side, falls straight back in the water. There is no splash. There is no ripple. There is nothing. And I'm, I have the entire park to myself. Y'all, I turned around, walked straight back to my car, and left. And I said, I need to find a gas station, and I need to find something to drink, like a Coke or something. I got places to do, people to see, all this. I'm out of here. Again, this is August. The battle happened in February. I have no real, I have no context for why this guy showed up, but he, he did. And I've asked park rangers in the year since, has anybody else seen anything strange? Oh yeah. Come in February. You'll hear gunfire. You'll hear men scream. You'll see figures in the swamp. And I'm just sitting here and I'm like, have you heard anything about anything happening in August? And again, the, the state park service is just like the national park service. Ain't no such thing as ghosts anywhere on any of our property. If you catch a ranger off site when they've had a beer or two and they're not working, they'll tell you what actually goes on. <laughs> but that's the one that, that's one that I've just completely stumbled across and was like, "You shouldn't be here." Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Rangers are always looser when they've had a beer. So, um, yeah. <laughs> hey, so, so what, what is there some thing that you would like to get or, or people you would like people to get out of your book? So if someone picks up Civil War Ghosts, take it home and read it. Um, what is it you hope they take away from that? Um, well, for one thing, I hope it's a – because I, I do spend some time talking about the history of the war, the state's role in it. Um, contrary to my accent, I am not an apologist for the South. The war was fought over slavery. Full stop. All the ordinances of secession say so. It's not state rights. It's not any of that other stuff. It was about slavery. And and I make that abundantly clear. It's like, look, this is what was going on. This was kind of the context. And I give the context for each site as well because, I mean, Charleston is under active bombardment for most of the war. Fort Sumter had thousands of rounds dumped into it, and one guy died of that was at the original surrender ceremony. So, I mean, and you have Fort Royal, which is near Hilton Head. I mean, that site was conquered by the North in, I think, the fall of 61, and I mean, you have a thriving African-American community. You know, they have teachers who've come in. You know, they're teaching basic education. They're teaching, you know, best farming practices, set up hospitals and all this stuff in this little corner of South Carolina. Meanwhile, across the river of some of the other sea islands, you have a thousand slaves working rice fields. So I I give context that you know it's not all, and not everybody in in the in South Carolina was 
gay war. There were a handful of folks who were like, are we sure we want to be doing this? I mean, it, it's stupid, but... So, I mean, I want them to take away that the traditional interpretation of why the Civil War happened is inaccurate. Um, the stories or the ghost stories that I tell are a way to, almost like the National Enquirer version of history. They keep people's names and memories alive who would otherwise be forgotten, like local heroes like Wade Hampton, um, different folks like that. The reason we remember those people now may have something to do more with the ghost story than what they actually achieved in life. But at least they're remembered. Um, and I just think it's I, I just think it's a it's a great way to be able to do a wide coverage of the state as opposed to just like laser locking on Charleston or one of the other urban centers in the state such as they are. Hmm. Well, that's great. Now, do you, do you have a website or a place that you want people to come find you, or do you, how do you like to interact with people? Um, easiest way to do it is on Facebook, because um, I'm a middle-aged guy. Um, it is facebook.com and I'm Tally Johnson dot three. I think there are two other ones for some reason or another floating around on Facebook. Um, that's the easiest way to get a hold of me. Um, I've got a website, but it's it's out of date. I need to um, get out of the pandemic funk and get get it updated. But interact with me on Facebook. Um, and I do a fair number of um, fandom cons throughout the Southeast. Um, and as a friend of mine says, I have lies and will travel. I'll go anywhere in the continental U.S. I'll tell ghost stories from wherever you wind up wanting me to be. And um, I work cheap. So if you really, really want to hear really good ghost stories hit me up on facebook i'll see i'll give you my email we'll get together and work something out oh there you go and the books of course are on the big nasty behemoth amazon like everybody else yeah well fantastic uh we'll have that on our website as well so people can do one click they'll find you or they can find your books um, wow. it's pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. I really appreciate it coming on and, and talking and taking your time. I know you're a busy guy, so uh, um, fantastic. Our guest today has been Tally Johnson. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. I appreciate y'all having me. Thanks, Tally. Tired of wasting time trying to decide what to watch on your streaming service? Go to our website and look for the Martino movie reviews. To find out more about our show, guests, or to listen to past shows from our archive, please go to www.houseofmysteryradio.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Well, good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Well, good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back.